Hi, everybody, and welcome to our Women Transforming Manufacturing series. I'm Dana Arismith, General Manager of Dean Houston Nashville. Since our goal with this series is to learn more about the incredible women who are changing the face of the manufacturing industry, we're about to ask some really personal questions of Ashley Poe Thompson, Operations Manager of Polymer Drive at BASF in Chattanooga. So Ashley, did I scare you off a little bit with that intro in the, the reference to the personal questions or are you still with us? No, I'm good. I'm ready. I'm ready for it. So let's go. Okay. Okay. I promise I won't get too personal. <laughs> um, but, you know, we really appreciate you joining us today. Um, so, you know, our podcast series is called Inspire. So let's start off with the most obvious question related to that. What was it that inspired you to you know, pursue a career in STEM? Yeah. So really, I've kind of, you know, always loved chemistry, always loved science, you know, growing up and in school. Um, and I was kind of, you know, that academic nerd um, that loved reading and things like that. But really, it was my 12th grade uh, physics teacher. And he kind of, you know, introduced me to engineering and what that might look like as a career path. Um, you know, prior to that, I always, since like fifth grade, thought I was going to be like a elementary chemistry teacher. Um, but then really it was like my 12th grade years when I got into engineering and all the possibilities that there are and just the different avenues that you can take with engineering into manufacturing or, you know, otherwise. So that's really kind of what inspired me to get into engineering. And so now I'm here today with you. Awesome. Awesome. So you did earn your BS in chemical engineering from the University of Tennessee and also an MBA from Bryan College. So if you look at your education as a whole, what was the biggest lesson or body of learnings that you had that you've applied the most in your career so far? Yeah, so I really think um, for me, uh, you get to learn a variety of different things. So you learn, you know, all kinds of things in the science side, the math side. Um, but really, I loved like my general education classes the best because um, you get to work with like a diverse platform of people from all different, um, you know, backgrounds, all different uh, degree fields and majors. And so really what I learned through college um, and that and I've kind of applied in the workforce and through my continuing education is just, you know, you want to continue that networking. You want to be open to meeting people and learning about new ideas and new things from someone who is completely different than yourself, because you really get to just soak in all of that knowledge and all of that information that if you had only, you know, hung out with like the same person that was in the same major that you were in you really, you know, you're like-minded. So you wouldn't get to experience those different sides of life or those different philosophies. And so really it was kind of more my general education classes that I love the most. Yeah. <laughs> so um, how did you land your current job at BASF? Yeah, so I was working as like a snack bar attendant at a public golf course uh, in Chattanooga. And I worked all the way through college. Um, but really, it was like the summer before my junior year, I was doing an engineering economics project. And so we were trying to correlate like public golfers to careers and their salaries and different things like that. So just kind of a unique opportunity that I worked at one. Um, and I got to know some individuals because I always worked the same shift. And just, you know, it happened to be that he was an engineer and he found out I was an engineer. 
Um, and then he got me the internship at BASF. And so I started my internship at BASF in uh, whew, 2011. Uh, and I've been there ever since. So I've been there a little over 10 years um, and I've loved it. And it's been a it's been a great opportunity and kind of career advancement um, that I've been able to go from an intern uh, now to their operations manager. So and, you know, so obviously your roles changed a little bit since you were an intern. Um, and now as operations manager, you know, a good deal of your energy is spent improving efficiency and safety and quality and, um, you know, really honing that operations side. Are there some principles that you subscribe to that have really formed the foundation of your work there uh, or anything that helps guide you? Yeah, so um, being a uh, young whippersnapper run, coming in with a bunch of new ideas, I had to learn the hard way that the operators kind of know best. Um, you know, you come in as a new engineer and you have all these bright ideas, and that's awesome. Um, and I, you know, totally encourage everyone to bring their new ideas to the table. But learning from experienced operators has served me the best in my career. So I can just think of just recently we did a, a Lean Six Sigma Kaizen event. Um, and if we had not had those operators in there to share their knowledge, share their experiences, you know, doing the job, I mean, we can have input on the process and the way it should work and how it should be efficient. Um, but we don't really understand, you know, some of the methods or the things that they see on a day to day basis that really can impact um, how the process works. Right. Or how we can improve the process. So we do use a lot of Lean Six Sigma tools um, to, you know, reduce waste and you know, the 5S and try to, you know, improve efficiencies, but really it's getting to know the operators and seeing it from their point of view and understanding the process that they deal with every day um, that you might not get to see kind of working in and out of the, you know, on the shop floor, you know, in and out of the office. And so really it's, it's getting to know the operators and allowing and listening to them, right. And allowing them to share their experiences and, and kind of what they go through on a day-to-day -day basis. Yeah, there can be a lot of difference between theory and application. Yes. <laughs> in manufacturing I've learned, I've, and in life in general. Yeah, Yeah, I've learned that with cooking. So yeah. uh, there's many, many recipes that I think are, you know, oh, I, I can wing this. And then it's like, no, I should have followed the recipe. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, that can be applied to everything. Yeah. So words to live by. Um, so what is it that you find most rewarding about your career? Yeah, so really, um, at least BSF in Chattanooga, we do a huge amount of community outreach. And to me, I love that I can pair my professional career with um, involved, getting involved in the community and making a difference in our community and with, you know, within our organization to improve mm -hmm. inclusivity. And so um, a lot of the things we do is we partner with like the Chattanooga Area Food Bank. We have a partner school that we get to do chemistry day with like 100 fifth graders. Um, we do Read Across America Day and a lot of really um, interesting and neat stuff that we get to like partner with these kids um, at such an early point in their life and kind of introduce them to manufacturing, introduce them to chemistry and the opportunities that they, you know, may not have thought that was out there for them. Um, and then really within the workplace, just getting to be the voice of reason, right? Like I'm in a position where 
I can make an impact for others. And so getting to drive some of those policies and procedures to improve our work-life balance, our work atmosphere, just the overall um, morale and environment is something that um, I've really learned to love in my uh, operations manager role. So previously as a process engineer, I was so into the day-to-day, you know, shipping and receiving and production um, that I didn't really get to step back and see that side of it. And so um, I've really enjoyed as operations manager getting more involved in, um, you know, bettering our work environment, bettering our work-life balance uh, for our employees and just the overall, you know, inclusivity of our um, plant. No, that's that's fascinating. And it is... um... Sometimes our views are very role dependent of what we yes. see. Um, so speaking of views, you know, you've been in your position now for a little over a decade. What changes have you seen? You know, you've mentioned inclusivity a couple times. You've mentioned um, diversity. You know, what changes have you seen in that area over the last decade? Yeah, really. So I've got to see um, more women leaders come up in the ranks. And so like when I first started, um, I was like the uh, only female engineer at the time. And so now we have like five female engineers. Um, and that's just great because we, we've really grown as a company. We've grown to, um, you know, a, attain and acquire more uh, a more diverse workforce Um, and that's just not female leaders but you know just in general more diverse workforce and really what that benefits us is you know we get to see like I said prior you know we get to have all these like different views and backgrounds and cultures um, that you get to work with and you kind of come out with all of these different ideas that you um, if you were only with like-minded individuals you know you wouldn't get to see that Um, Another thing that I've really grown uh, or really seen over the last 10 years is a change in like our workforce age. So we've had a lot of um, individuals that have been at the company 20, 30, 40 years retire, which is awesome. Right. You know, they're getting to move on to that next great phase of fishing or, you know, golf or or home improvement. I don't know, you know, whatever that next phase in life is. But we're bringing on a lot of, um, you know, more young in their career uh, talent. And so we're getting to see. Um, kind of a turnover in um, how we do things. And so like, you know, with the new people coming in, we can really take a step back and look at some of our programs and how we can improve training, how we can improve efficiency. You know, people bring in new ideas when they come from other companies um, or, you know, within BSF and transfer to our facility. And so we're getting to kind of look and see all these new ideas and and uh, really kind of, you know, mold our workforce um, for the new team that we have. And, and so that's been really exciting to see as well. Yes. Well, I'm sure you're not alone in manufacturing in that regard. <laughs> I think, I think there's a, that, that seems to be most of the people that we work with that are in manufacturing, that seems to be a pretty common theme. So yes, um, I think well, it's a, a unique challenge for all of us. Yes. <laughs> yes. Challenge and an opportunity. So yes. Um, So I'm very fortunate to serve under you in our Tennessee chapter of Women in Manufacturing, and you willingly jumped in to lead the charge to get this new chapter off the ground, and we've grown from roughly zero to 150 members in less than a year. So um, why is this organization so important to you and to manufacturing in general? 
Yeah. So for me, it was kind of like, I wanted to see the chapter get off, um, get up and going, you know, and get started. And so when someone was like, Hey, I want to nominate you for that. I was like, okay, sure. You know, I would love to. Um, so that's kind of how I got started with it. But really what, where my passion and my love is like, is just to network with other women. You know, I get to share, um, maybe some of the things that I've gone through or some of the things I've been faced with and overcome within, you know, my career or my um, within manufacturing. And we get to share those experiences and network with each other. Um, but also, you know, really, as far as manufacturing, it just broadens, I think, our ability to obtain and retain uh, women in manufacturing when they get to see that, uh, manufacturing is not just, you know, maybe an assembly line or working in a lab or or in an office, you know, doing paperwork. There are so many different facets to manufacturing and and all of the different types of manufacturing, you know. And so when I think you open up this network of women that can talk and communicate and, and connect, um, it allows them to see like a career path maybe longer than the few years that they were planning to stay in and move on to their next thing. Um, it really allows them to see the different opportunities that there are from the shop floor all the way up to, you know, senior management. And so I think that's like the biggest thing for me is just the connectivity that we can have um, and the collaboration that we can share with other women in manufacturing. Yeah. It has been really rewarding so far. Um, so before we sign off, I need to know, is there anything that you'd like to put in a shameless plug for that <laughs> is something that you're passionate about that you'd like our audience to hear about? Yeah, so I was thinking about that, a shameless plug. Um, you know, really, I mean, if you want to join a great team, uh, email me, you know, no, uh, BSF is a wonderful company to work for. And I, I've been truly blessed um, to work for them. I've been fortunate to be able to have different roles within the 10 years that I've been there. And so anytime I, like you said, can put in a little plug to come work for us, that's a great opportunity uh, because we are such a great team um, and we are global. But if you want to move to an awesome city like Chattanooga, we do have openings. Um, and so um, we're just BSF, you know, jobs.com or or Indeed, or, you know, Monster, whatever everybody's looking at these days um, to look for job searches. But we are a great company. And so I always, like you said, like to put in that little plug when I can. Um, and then join WIM, right? <laughs> so we wouldn't be here today um, if we didn't get to connect through WIM. And so we have a Facebook page, a LinkedIn. You can connect, follow, uh, join if you want, uh, or email me and we can we can talk more about opportunities there if if you see this podcast and you're thinking, hey, I need to connect with her, um, I'm sure uh, Dana will have my information on the podcast link or, you know, share something. And so uh, we can connect that way. Well, and actually, the um, as secretary, all the WIM Tennessee form emails go to me. So yeah. <laughs> I, can, I can get you hooked up if you just uh, go to the Women in Manufacturing website um, go to our chapter and, and submit a question to us. Um, yeah. I can respond that way. So, well, Ashley, thank you so much for your time today. Um, I can't tell you how much we appreciate it. You know, on behalf of the Dean Houston inspire team and our followers, followers, most of which are our moms and dads. Um, I can't thank you enough for sharing with us today. Um, if you were listening to this podcast and you liked what you heard and you'd like to catch a little bit more, um, you can find us on YouTube, uh, many of the podcast apps, 
or the Dean Houston website. So until next time, everybody take care. Thanks. Bye. Thank you. Bye.